0: and give us the power to not live life on someone else's terms that we never signed up for in the first place, but have the lives we always dreamed of. Traffic's the question, and this podcast will give you the solutions. Now, on with today's episode. Hey, what's up, guys? How's it going? I hope you're having an amazing week. So I've just been involved this week with the launch of ClickFunnels 2.0 and uh obviously a massive opportunity so what I did was actually over the last week I just put up like ne- nearly every day since it started I put up a video every day so I want to show people obviously what the um what the opportunity is and how how this is you know how this is going to be big this year and it's also like untapped on YouTube right so I wanted to kind of um and I hadn't put any videos up either for about three or four months I hadn't put any videos up on my YouTube and um we had record numbers. I mean, we actually had over, uh, just over a 1,000 people join the free trial version of ClickFunnels. Um, I won't give them sales numbers because I'm, I'm steering away from that a little bit now. But basically, we've had record sales, literally record sales um, for this. Um, and, um, and, and also, another, another thing as well was that what uh, we're well, we noticing a lot more with YouTube is that people do shop around more for bonuses. So I put together a bonus package for everyone to go and promote it, right, so that they can go and use it. And uh, yeah, it's just been, been really busy, but really good fun. I, just, I, I like having something to get my teeth into, yeah? We're having a little project, right? But I was having a think about something yesterday, and I was thinking this would be a really good idea to, to, to share with you, right? Because you think about it like you put up videos, or you do your emails, or you do your, um, your marketing, you know, whatever way you're reaching your audience, it could just be one tiny thing that just needs to be changed. Right. Everything might be perfect. And if you just change one thing, an example I've got of this, right, is basically I was uh, when I first left school, I was like, I worked in a couple of jobs. I was doing upholstery for a bit. Then I uh, got sacked because I wasn't very good. (laughs) Then I went to a building site and then I got sacked. Well, actually, I sacked myself pretty much. I left because um, he wouldn't give me my birthday off (laughs) and I wanted my birthday off. And um, obviously I wasn't fully dedicated and I was always I didn't like the job anyway. And, um, and then I was kind of like, I was going to be a bum. I was like, and eventually I kind of like applied for some jobs and I got this, I got this all um, interview at this uh, insurance broker's office uh, as an office junior. And uh, I'd never worked in an office. I mean, I'd never even worn a suit. And, uh, but I, I got the job because I said something to the manager, like, he said, like, You've got to make coffees and do some filing. And I said, Well, like, everyone's got to start somewhere and back then you kind of had to do that for a year right so you had to pay your dues that they called it right you do that for a year everyone would do it and then you'd get to go and sell on the counter so kind of i had this kind of like image from a very young age that selling was actually a glorified job i mean they did a good job of making that sound like a like something to aspire to because it because i did i just thought i can't wait to start selling on the counter right home and motor insurance <laughs> it's like but um but yeah this, this that was you know and i but the funny thing is like that one year as an office junior was quite cushy and I was kind of like, you know, I was making coffees, writing out these cover notes, which were like a 30 day policy until their actual policy came through. Right. So you give that, you know, give them this written cover note. And then if they got stopped by the police, they could show that. And then um, and they would also make teas and coffees and go out and do the shopping and things. like. That. It was actually really good. I really liked it. Um, and and there's one thing, actually, I'll just quickly tell you this because it's quite funny. Um, they sent me out of a shopping list and they put on their GIF and soap right and what they meant was jiff cleaner and soap you know for the bathroom and uh, i came back with jiff lemon juice which is a, a same it's a it's spelt the same i think but it's just a completely different brand and I came back with a bar of vanished soap, which is actually a stain remover soap. But I'd, my mum had bought it. So I thought that's what they, you know, I saw it in the supermarket thought thought, that must be what they mean. <laughs> they never sent me out for shopping after that. And um, and it sort of did its rounds. A few years later, I was at some training thing and they mentioned this story that some idiot had done that. And I had to put my hand up and say, actually, that was me because I didn't have a clue, right? But, um, but yeah, and then I, after I paid my dues, I went on, I, they call it doing counter work, right? So you'd go up to the counter and you'd serve People that come in so you wouldn't just be selling you'd be dealing with claims or people changing their policy or you know adding somebody or changing their car or adding their wife to their policy you know those sort of things right and um we had these i was on i don't know i mean 30 40 pound a week was that was pretty much what i was earning right and i had to pay my mum a bit of rent i think it was like 10 pound a week back then and um and, and I'd moan about it, right? £10 a week. But, you know, obviously it's nothing. You know, I had no idea about the real world. But, um, yeah, we'd have £30 a week to go out with our, you know, and we, would, we were quite a social um, group. You know, like there was like 10 or 15 of us working there and we'd all go out and have a drink and go out for meals and things like that. And I'd pr- pretty much only be able to do it the first week after my payday and then I'd have no money, Right and uh, but there was there was a way you could um, they didn't do overtime but you could have uh, there was a way to increase your wages and they had these things called uh, tick boxes right they were called tick boxes and what it was was it was a little box of of card or paper i think it was a of card and you'd say on the left hand side they'd fill out the name and address and on the right hand side there'd be a number of options right and these were things that we didn't cover in our store. These were things that our reps would cover. So it would be things like mortgages. Um, it would be um, life insurance, pensions, things like that, right? So we, ha- we had like a-, a whole department that dealt with that. And uh, at the time, I didn't realise, but we just had one rep who, di- who dealt with the whole thing. Anyway, I, as, and, and the thing is, is that most people in the in the office hated asking people. We were supposed to do it. It was part of our job, but we just people just didn't, right? They were like, I'm not asking for those. They didn't like imposing on people or whatever, you know. They didn't want to do it. And um, I didn't really have a problem with that side of it. I was like, I'll quite happily ask everyone. um, You know, if it's my job, I'll do it, you know. And I didn't have a problem. But um, what would happen was is is that if somebody ticked one of the boxes, right, so if they filled out their name and address and didn't tick a box, you wouldn't get paid. But if they did tick one of the boxes, you'd get £1.50, right? And what we noticed, like, is that you'd get nine or ten of these and only one person would have ticked. And then you'd weigh, weigh it up and think, for all the hassle of asking these people, right, do I really want, am I bothered about that £1.50? You know, I might get one a day or one a week or, you know, you wouldn't get that many, right? And, and I can just remember sitting there thinking, obviously, I wanted more money because I was skint. And I was think, just sitting there thinking, like, there's got to be a way to get more of these ticks, right? And, and I just sat there thinking about it one day and I thought, right, I'm going to try this, right? So all I did was I said to them I, I broke it up so if I was giving them a quote or getting their file out or doing something the first thing I would ask them when they're coming to say oh hi my name's so-and-so I want to add someone to my policy I would say right okay cool what's your name I'll get your file out because it was all there was no computers then obviously for that you just have to get a file out of a cabinet and um, and they'd say yeah and I said just while I'm getting your file could you just fill out your name and address on the left hand side for me please right and they'd always fill it out right because they'd be like yeah sure because they think it was part of the thing right so they'd fill out their name and address, and then I'd come back, and sometimes on a very odd occasion, they'd have ticked one of the boxes. But nine, you know, nine, 99 times out of 100, they wouldn't, because I hadn't even asked them at this stage, right? So instead of saying you know, saying straight away, fill out your name and address, and tick a box, and doing it at the end, this is what a lot of people doing, they'd go and get the file, do the policy change and everything, but then ask them as they were walking out the door, and people didn't want to do it, right? They'd be like, oh. I'd ask them at the beginning... But I wouldn't ask them the second question until after I'd got their file and they'd filled it out, right? So, you know, they filled out the name and address, right? And obviously, like I said, like they, they, you know, they didn't, we didn't get paid if they didn't tick a box and we couldn't force that. We'd get in, like, we'd lose our job, right? So once they'd filled out the name and address, I would say, oh, and I would just scan my finger down all the boxes so that they could see me doing it. And I'd say, can you just tick one of those boxes that you are interested in, right? And I did say this to somebody recently, and they said that's a bit unethical, right? But when I tell you what happened, you know, you kind of like – if you think that, maybe you think it, right? And I – to this day, I think I'm not so sure, right? But actually, they don't – still don't have to tick a box, right? We're not, we're not forcing them to do anything. I'm just saying, can you tick a box that you're interested in? If they say, I'm not interested in any, fair enough. I'm not going to obviously push it, but everybody, everybody – and I mean everybody – ticked a box, every single person, right? And you might be thinking, okay, well, they were probably worthless because they weren't really interested because I was guiding them, right? Well, I doubled my salary literally overnight and I became the best tick box um, seller in the country just by changing this one thing. And I could remember thinking like, you know, I would get like, instead of getting £40 a week, I'd be getting 80. Sometimes I'd get £120 a week, right? Because I was getting loads of these things every day. And it got the attention of, I was only like 17, 18 years old, right? And I got the attention of people and I, there was a competition they had and my area manager gave me his prize because he was so impressed. And then he was like asking me if I was going to go around the country and if I was prepared to go around the country and train people on this. And uh, it never actually came to it. But, you know, I was like, whoa, this is incredible. And I was only, you know, young. And I, and I just remember thinking like, obviously I'm like 17, 18 years old. All I've done is try and think through a problem, right? Just literally think, well, what is, the, what is the problem? What's the solution? And how can I have been the only one in 600 branches and like 10 to 15 people a branch maybe on average? How can I be the only one in the country that's thought that? Because I wasn't doing anything different. You know, I was literally just asking them to fill out the name and address and tick a box. It's the only thing I changed was saying to them, tick one that you're interested in, right? And asking them at the beginning, that was it, right? Instead of asking them at the end, I just thought it through. I just thought, well, who's going to want to fill that out when they leave? And who's going to want to tick a box? If you say, tick one that... If you say, fill out your name and address and tick any box that you're interested in, they're going to leave it. But if you if you say, tick one that you are interested in, emphasis on that you're interested in, then they'll tick it, right? They can still say no, but they you decide, oh, I'm interested in one. And they'll tick it, right? and um, yeah and if you're thinking okay well you shouldn't really do that Paul that's naughty well you might be right okay and I'm not necessarily like saying it's the most difficult thing right and I but at the time I was skin and actually I did wonder whether they would be you know not very good leads right and about three years later I was working as a DJ in a nightclub and this guy came in and he recognised me from Swinton's and he said oh you used to work at Swinton's and I said yeah he said well I was your rep and I was like, his name was Dave, and I was like, oh, I said, um, I said I used to. No, he no, he said to me, he said, he said, um, he said, oh, you had one guy working there. I don't know who it was. He said, he said he, he was giving me like thousands of these tick boxes. He said, I bought my house with that. And I said, really? And he said, yeah. He said I was getting I don't know, two or three hundred pound commission per box. And I said to him, I said, well, that was actually me. I said, I was the best seller in the country. He said, yeah. He said, that's it. He said, everyone else was really struggling. He said, I was about to leave my job. He said, because I was on commission only. He said, the next thing you know, I suddenly got floods of these leads. He said, and my boss even said to me, you know, like, we'll get you someone else in. He's, and I was like, no, no, I can handle it. And I just worked 12 hours a day. He said, I didn't care. He said, because I knew that I was basically making so much money that I could retire. And he, I said, did you retire? He said, yeah. He said, I, I bought my house and retired about three years later. I said, but well, all on that proceeds? He was like, yeah. And I said, and how many people took those up? And he said, everyone. And I said, really? He said, yeah, yeah. He said, he said there was one or two. He said, but he said, like, really? He said, because you, you've, you've got a solid lead. He said, you'd go around and say, look, I've got this thing you filled out. Um, I just want to talk to you about, you know, the, the pension that you, you were interested in. And they would say, okay. And I was like, wow that's incredible so even though you know you might think oh, okay you shouldn't really have done that obviously people were you know they could have then said i'm not interested but if you say if you if you if you give them an option not to ticket they're not going to ticket right but if you say to them ticket they're going to ticket and, and that was literally i, I mean i must have spent i don't know 10 15 minutes thinking that through before i made that switch and it you know it actually allowed my rep to retire and it allowed me to have enough money to go out with my friends, right? So, yeah, so I just want you to think about that, guys. Like, what is it, you know, is there just one little thing? You know, like, it may be just something on your landing page, right? It might be something in your video. It might be something in, you know, in your marketing, in your emails. You know, like, it might just be, like, there might be absolutely nothing wrong with your offer, right? But if, it, if there's one little thing that just needs tweaking, and you tweak it, you you, you change it, and there's another example here as well. I read this a few years later, and obviously I didn't know who Jay Abraham was at the time or anything like that. But um, apparently when he was young and he was working as a waiter, they had to upsell, you know, food in, in this in this restaurant to, so that the, the restaurant could make more money. A bit like they do at McDonald's, you know, do you want fries and a shake with that or fries and a drink um, to make it a meal? And then obviously do you want to make it large or supersize or whatever, you know, all these things. But, you know, that was going on, when he was younger as well and it was like you know you had to kind of say you know try and get more products and someone would come in for a breakfast and what he did was he kind of did exactly the same thing right and um and all he did was he was like well um when he would give a breakfast instead of saying would you like eggs with that he'd say would you like one or two eggs and then that way they'd ordered an egg right and they could say i don't want any eggs but when you're kind of presented with a question in that way, you feel compelled to say, okay, maybe one, right? Or maybe two. Now, again, obviously you might say, well, you shouldn't really ask it like that because that's an upsell and it should, if it's part of the breakfast, and you know, and I get all that, but, and and, and you'd be right. But the, the thing is, right, if you think about it, if you can just change one thing, right? And And, and, and you've got to think about it, right? If you just, you could be like, That one person in 600 branches, 10 or 15 people, and just if you just think through one thing, you know, those 600 branches with 10 or 15 people are going to be your competition out there. And you've changed one thing that they haven't spotted. Right. So if you think about it like that, then obviously, is there one thing you can just go and change? So uh, yeah, have a little think about that, guys. And maybe, you know, that one thing is just going to turn your whole campaign into a profitable campaign. Right. Um, So yeah, and obviously let me know if you find that one thing and you've switched it and exactly what happens. So uh, yeah, that's it for this episode. If you guys are interested in the ClickFunnels offer, Um, I know it's available for a few days, so I don't know when you're listening to this, but just check the links in the description, in the show notes, and then obviously you'll be able to go um, and get that. The the, the link we're using at the moment is tripfunnels.com forward slash VIP. So it's tripfunnels.com forward slash VIP. I'll see you guys in the next episode. If you are tired of paying for ads that do not deliver and you need to reach a super targeted audience, driving them direct to your products and services with free targeted evergreen traffic on Google and YouTube then our gold membership is designed specifically to help you get results fast by claiming your first free Google ads now the great thing is is that your first 2 weeks are completely free to get started head over to iservefirst.com that's i s e r v e f i r s t . c o m links in the show notes And you'll be able to start driving 100% free targeted traffic to your business today.